You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. We have on Missouri Right to Life Dave Plemons to talk about one of the biggest pieces of news that came out yesterday, which is that the Missouri Right to Life has decided to endorse in the governor's race for next year. Um, I'm going to just welcome Dave Plemons on and let him kind of talk about uh, who their pick was and why. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So, and it's great to be here always on KDBTO. Um, so, I know the talk is, is going to be statewide that why did we do what we did? Um, this is not a sudden decision. This is something that we've been thinking about for some time. Um, and I want everybody to, to walk away from this knowing that this is not something that is attack on any other conservative in the race at all, not even close. Um, we decided to choose Jay Ashcroft based on, um, the, not just the polling that we see the strength of his candidacy going into the governor's race. Um, but we have a very, very dangerous situation with the potential of Crystal Quaid being a Democrat governor that is elected in the state of Missouri if she comes up against somebody in a general election that is not in a strong, strong position with the public, having having won two statewide races uh, on the ballot already in Jay Ashcroft, someone with the, some of the highest vote totals ever in the state of Missouri. In fact, Cass, the, there are only three people in the history of the state who have bested Jay Ashcroft either in vote percentage or in raw numbers. And those people are Robin Carnahan, one time, with a vote percentage that was two-tenths of a percent better than him, Donald Trump and Josh Hawley. Those are the only people who have ever gotten better vote totals than Jay Ashcroft. Right. He is in an extremely strong position with name ID, with vote totals with having won two statewide, one of them a contested primary against a sitting state senator. And um, he's he's proven himself to be a winner statewide twice. He's a very, very strong um, uh, advocate for our positions, not just what we've done in the state legislature, um, but um, he's, he's like what I – there are people in the race – or at least a person in the race who I would consider to be someone who is a conservative um, in the moment. Jay Ashcroft is a conservative in the movement. Okay. So take me kind of through that decision-making process then. Sure. Because there's three candidates. Right. And In the Republican primary, yes. In the Republican primary. And so what led you to just do a single endorsement versus maybe a dual endorsement? What statement are you trying to make? Right. So... Missouri Right to Life, when we can, when we have the opportunity, we do try to do multiple endorsements. When there are situations where we can, uh, we can politically and culturally afford for, for each of those candidates to have the potential of, of being in that seat mm-hmm. and, and, and being a successful pro-life lawmaker or executive. Um, and, and that's good when we can do that. And we've done that many, many, many times over our history. However, when there are situations that warrant not dividing the vote, 
And this is one of those situations. Um, there are three people in the Republican primary, one of them a very conservative sitting state senator, one a lieutenant governor, and the secretary of state. So the lieutenant governor in particular has a little bit of a um, less than enthusiastic embrace of our policy priorities. Mm-hmm. When you have that situation, and we believe that the next governor needs to have the priorities of pro-life Missourians, not necessarily as their always number one priority, but as a priority, then that's the person that we want in that seat. And when you can do so um, without dividing the vote, that's fine. But when the vote is going to be divided between pro-life supporters of this candidate and pro-life supporters of this candidate, then you have that person who is in a strong position, especially with fundraising and name ID, can go right through the middle and and and, and divide and conquer, um, then we feel it's important that we need to push the, the one candidate we believe will win uh, who's in the strongest position. Okay, so let me um, let me just try to reiterate what I think you're telling me is that um, after a lot of discussion and analysis, uh, Missouri Right to Life felt like it was more strategic to try to unite the conservative vote behind the candidate who's polling higher versus trying to isolate the candidate that is more so against what Missouri Right to Life stands for. I think that's a fair statement. Right, because those were kind of the two options that were being weighed Yeah, is whether or not you guys are wanting to make a statement saying, hey, candidate A is so not pro-life that we're going to put all of our eggs into trying to get him out of the race versus trying to um, unite the conservative vote into one candidate when it has two good candidates right now. So that's that, yeah. that's a difficult position I'm sure that you guys were in sure. and probably took a lot of um, care and consideration. Right. And I, I do not envy the people who had to make that decision. Of course. Um. And any, right. you know, bridges that you either burned or built or whatnot, well, that was and, probably not an easy decision. Well, and, and and the importance of what you just said needs to be stated even even stronger, and that is it's very, very important that people realize that this is not a anti-Eigel move. Um, and it's it's important for people. We have fought for Bill Eigel. We believe that Bill Eigel is a very, very strong pro-life candidate. I personally would love to see a single endorsement come out for a lieutenant governor, Bill Eigel, mm. um, if that were ever in the cards. It may not be in the cards. It may not be something that he is interested in pursuing. Um, but um, that would be something that uh, we would definitely consider as well. Dave, in, uh, in your news release... You say that Jay Ashcroft is the candidate. This is a quote from you. Jay Ashcroft is the candidate that we need to combat the abortion culture, save unborn babies, and protect women. So more than anything, it's about you feel like he is the strongest candidate for governor to be able to do that. Yes, and so he has executive experience as as the Secretary of State, you know, over two terms, but he's been very very outspoken in criticizing the efforts of certain other individuals in state government the general assembly and their their actions or lack thereof in actions um in pursuing some of the uh some of the the policy goals and priorities that we've been pushing um 
And some of those have been paralleled by the things that uh, our Senate conservative friends have, have been doing, pushing for a 7-1 congressional district, um, uh, you know, working on the, the um, Medicaid reimbursement issues with Planned Parenthood funding, um, which, by the way, if you hear, if you hear a candidate for governor, um, I won't even say which one I would estimate is going to say this, but if you hear a, if you hear a candidate for governor on the Republicans, Republican side come out and say that we've defunded Planned Parenthood, it's patently incorrect. We have attempted to, to defund Planned Parenthood, both in statute and, and through Mo HealthNet, which is the Missouri Medicaid side. Uh, but we're still giving money to, to Planned Parenthood through Medicaid uh, because the General Assembly has refused to um, stand up to the federal government uh, and do what's needed to be done. And just finally, and I know Cass wants to wrap up with you, Dave, but would do you believe that other organizations, because uh, you guys are really the first big ones to, to, to you know lend support in this race, will come out and do that? And do you hope that they will come out and do this uh, and, and endorse uh, your candidate. We hope so. We we hope it'll help uh, provide that impetus, but also we hope it'll help uh, Jay as he uh, pursues more votes and and pursues fundraising goals and pursues um, you know getting the campaign moving in the direction that needs to go. Um, we hope that it's helpful to him. Uh, we just want pro life voters to know that we're supporting Jay because we believe in him we believe in his uh his run for governor we believe in his goals uh and how they parallel and and how they align with our own policy uh um priorities so we really appreciate him and what he's done and and Katie and uh, we believe in them and uh we want to see them as the uh, we want to see Jay as the next governor um hoping it'll happen yeah and just to wrap up here with one more question cuz we only have about a minute left here um, I know, you know, just being um, familiar with the organization that one of the biggest fights in the pro-life world right now is making sure um, that we reform um, our initiative petition process right. in the state. And I know that's been a big priority for Missouri Right to Life. Sure. Um, do you feel that uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is somebody that's going to come alongside you in that fight and champion that as well? And is he the strongest candidate to do so? Um we believe that 100% he is behind that effort. Um, he, as an election official, very intimately knows that world. Right. Uh, so he, he knows the things that need to be done to, to prevent the problems. We don't want just the urban areas deciding right. who, who wins our elections and, and how to pass constitutional amendments. We need, we, we believe in that 50% of the vote plus one vote. But with five congressional districts mm-hmm. being uh, having majority uh, yes votes or no votes in order to win uh, a ballot measure uh, to, to be truly representative of the people's desires. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for coming on and um, bravely talking about something that I'm sure has been <laughs> well, a hot you topic all. in the last 24 hours and uh, um, taking our questions and explaining it so well. And we appreciate you and we'll have you back on again soon. But thank you all. Appreciate Thanks, it. Dave. Up next, after traffic with Don Luzader, we're going to check in with State Representative Melanie Sinnott, and she's going to talk to us about um, kind of her perspective on what she looks for when um, picking a Republican candidate and what qualities she thinks need to be present in somebody who is going to be a candidate for anything in our state, being that we are on the verge of an election year. So stay stay tuned for State Representative Melanie Sinnott, but first, some traffic with Don Luzader. 
You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. We are back. We only have about 25 minutes left of Wake Up Springfield, but lots more to pack in. One of those things being Mr. Jim Lemke is on with us this morning, and he's representing Team Bill Igle for governor, and he's going to come on and give his response to one of the breaking news headlines of the day yesterday, which was that Missouri Right to Life endorsed um, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft in his run for governor over the other two candidates that were um, in the Republican that are in the Republican field. And so I thought it would be really great to give um, Team Igle a chance to come on here and kind of give their perspective on that and their side of that. So good morning, Mr. Lemke. Thank you for coming on the show. Cass, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'm just going to give the floor to you. Uh, what what is um, what is the Bill Eagle camp uh, feeling about this, and and what do they have to say about it? Well, you know, certainly when uh, the uh, endorsement came out uh, from Missouri Right to Life uh, for Jay Ashcroft yesterday, and um, at this point, uh, you know, it looks like a sole endorsement. Uh, Senator Eagle uh, was certainly disappointed. Um, this is uh, an issue that he has been a warrior on, the pro-life issue, uh, for the seven years uh, that he has been in the Senate. Uh, you know, he's been, you know, at the forefront fighting these battles. And Dave even mentioned that. Dave Plemons mentioned that, you know, they've been fighting side by side on this issue. Uh, Missouri Right to Life has endorsed Senator Igel in both of his Senate races. Uh, they have fought for him. And, you know, so it, it's certainly disappointing uh, that, uh that they would uh, make a endorsement this early uh, as this race continues to unfold. Um, really, Senator Eigel is the only candidate in this race that has a pro-life voting record, uh, you know, and ac- actually has a history. You know, certainly Jay Ashcroft is pro-life, but, but he's never had to take a vote, you know, and, and, and stand up to the pressures, you know, come along with that. So uh, Bill Eigel is a proven pro-life leader, uh, you know, we don't have to uh, rehash his pro-life uh, bona fides. Uh, you know, the people out there and the voters know that Bill Eigel is a pro-life warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, what was interesting about the conversation with Dave was that the idea or the premise that they made their decision uh, based on polling. Uh, and what's interesting as this race cast develops is that last July, Jay Ashcroft was polling at 57% uh, to Mike Kehoe's about 13%. So, you know, he's bragging about this big lead, you know, that he's got in the polls, yet uh, Ashcroft's, Team Ashcroft is a sinking ship. Their polling numbers in the last uh, year have actually dropped. Uh, he was he was touting a over 40% lead in the polls, and since Igel has gotten into the race, uh, that number has fallen to about a 20-point lead, and it continues to fall. Really, the big story, cast of yesterday or the last couple of days is how poor a fundraising quarter Jay Ashcroft had. He came in a distant third. Uh, Bill Eigel almost tripled the monies that Jay raised. Uh, so I, I think uh, Team Ashcroft has some real problems out there, and I think that that's probably why this endorsement came so early 
is that they wanted the focus to be changed on just how poor Jay is doing in raising money and building a team and building out a network, unlike Senator Igel, uh, who has actually had 27,000 Missourians sign up on BillIgel.com to be on Team Igel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the momentum is clearly uh, with Senator Igel. Yeah, so I just think that this is very interesting because clearly Missouri Right to Life believes and supports in the pro-life credentials of both Senator Igel and Secretary Ashcroft. And they are very adamantly trying to fight against, you know, Mike Kehoe, right? And so it sounded to me like they had to decide between two strategies. One strategy being isolate Kehoe and show that he's the one candidate that is not a strong pro-life, you know, advocate versus, you know, trying to pool all the resources behind one candidate to try to get uh, to try to defeat Mike Kehoe, right? And, and I don't know what went into that decision-making and what, you know, kind of thoughts went behind which strategy is the stronger strategy. I do think it's a shame that some people may think that Senator Igel is not pro-life because he didn't get that endorsement, which is not true. I, you know, nobody well, can Well, they're, they're not going to think that. They're yeah, nobody can look at his... Make, yeah. Yeah, nobody can look at his record and say it's not pro-life because it absolutely is. So I think it's a bit of a shame that there could be people misled by that. I do see why they decided to go the way that they did. I, I see that there is some strategy there to try to pull those resources behind one candidate. But it does make me a little sad for, for Senator Eichel because he has fought so hard for the pro-life movement. Well, I agree with that, Cass. Uh, the, the unique thing about Missouri Right to Life is that, you know, they, are, they have always been very consistent in the idea that those that stand with them, they will stand, you know, side by side, you know. And so, again, the disappointing part isn't so much that, uh, you know, they're using some kind of strategy, you know, to, to try to, uh, you know, coalesce a pro-life vote around one candidate, uh, you know, Mike Kehoe is a very flawed candidate. Mike Kehoe uh, is not going to win this Republican primary. Mike Kehoe's a Democrat. Right. Uh, you know, so his voting record beyond the life issue is so bad that I, I question whether he'll get 20 percent if he'll get out of the teens, you know, in this three way primary. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just think it is a more just uh, thing for Missouri right, right to Life to do is that if they had two champions, then they should endorse both of those champions. Right. Uh, yeah. th- this, is not, this is not going to help, uh, you know, or hurt Mike Kehoe uh, by, you know, either being a, a dual endorsement or a sole endorsement. Mike Kehoe has got all kinds of problems. His voting record on tax policy, his voting record on protecting Missouri farmland, his voting record on protecting our children against this trans uh, movement. Uh, it's all bad. I mean, he, he should be running against Crystal Quay, mm-hmm. you know, not not running in Republican primary. Yeah. And I just want to make it very clear. I am not by any means dissing Missouri Right to Life. I believe in that organization. I believe that they are champions for life, something that is extremely all important to my life and to my, you know, what what makes me me. But I, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to respond, because like you said, with those if they did it because of polling numbers, 
then they also maybe should have looked into those fundraising numbers too, because you're right. There was a really, there's been really good fundraising and support around Senator Eigel as well. And, you know, we'll just see if this unfolds and works the way that they intended it to or not. But I just, I appreciate your time this morning coming on to kind of give that response um, to this big news of the day. And, um, yep, wish you all the best. Great. Thanks, Cass. Have a wonderful day. You as well. All right, guys, we have one more segment left in the morning and we're going to pull on a new candidate for state representative her name is kathy joloy and she's going to introduce herself give her platform and some details about what she's running for why she's running for it and uh, she'll be on for our final segment of the morning right after our final traffic update of the morning with donna zader